All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and, of course, upvote the video itself. Our other YouTube network that we are on, that we feature, is our After Dark Network, our Y'all's Conference, net, our Y'all's Conference Network. Y'all check that out. Subscribe to it. We're getting ready to expand that. And what we're going to do is we're in, we have several podcasts in development, both Ole Miss related and not Ole Miss related. But we're going to use that to kind of be a fun type branded podcast network. Not necessarily an SEC thing, not necessarily an Ole Miss thing. It's going to be a fun based thing. So I think we're going to have an Ole Miss baseball um, related podcast. Somebody wanted that. We're gonna we're gonna try and produce one of those as well. Um, we're gonna start doing TV shows and movie reactions with panels and live streams, and we're going to have fun with that because everybody wants to have fun. There's not enough fun going on in the world today, and because of what we're doing, there might be a little bit of attendance problems in college athletics and professional sports moving forward. It's not my fault. It's just the way it is and the way of the world at the moment. In this segment of What You Talking About, Willis, we look at fan support at Ole Miss and beyond. You know, it was a big story last year when Lane Kiffin essentially, I guess he called out students, I guess we'll say, in the early part of the season for them leaving. Now, in the students' defense, it was 100 degrees outside. You were playing FCS opponents, G5 opponents, games that you should easily win. And they did. And because of that, the students got bored and left. They went back to the Grove. They went back to doing what people come to Ole Miss games, as students do, is it's a society event. You dress up. You do all the things that Ole Miss is known for. And because of that, it could make a 100-degree day in Vaudemingway Stadium sitting on metal bleachers in the hot, blazing sunshine, difficult for them. Before I move any further, I do want to say I sympathize with your plight, students, completely, okay? I am not judging you about this whatsoever. But it needs to be known that Chris or Keith Carter has done absolutely everything necessary for students to go to games. And... While I am willing to give students a pass for September games against Mercer and Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, as all fans should do, all coaches should do, everything, just because that's the way society works now as in regards to athletes, athletics, especially with every game on television. I don't know if I'm willing to give the pass moving forward about basketball and about women's basketball. Those are two sports that are played almost in the wintertime in a, let's say, moderately climated place, especially in the winter. And it's air conditioning. It's always 72 degrees. So the excuses that are made for the football team, they're not really applicable to the basketball team. Like I said, not judging at all, but... Keith Carter has done everything possible to make sure that that venue is sold out and packed every game. 
And that includes college football. That includes college basketball, men's college basketball. That includes women's college basketball. And that includes baseball. No, the baseball team is not particularly good at the moment. They're sitting at 2-10. and 10. They're still drawing. So, knowing that Keith Carter has done everything possible to get people in the stadium, everything you could want, when are the students going to start coming? When are the fans going to start selling out? When is Oxford, Mississippi and Ole Miss going to be a tough ticket? Now, I realize that Mississippi is a poor state. And it's a conversation that we genuinely need to have. Nothing derogatory or nothing about it. It's just a fact of life. And our expectations need to be based on that. For instance, you have somebody that works at a distribution center at Walmart, for instance. Nobody in particular. Makes a certain amount of money. And he knows that he could spend $3,000 to take his family of four to Oxford, Mississippi, against Mercer to sit in a thousand degree weather. It just does. It just burn up. Just the surface of the sun. You can go do that to where you're almost guaranteed to have a fight with your wife, guaranteed to be upset with your kids. Or you can sit home and watch that game on TV and send the money to the NIL collective. See, this is the thing that is going to affect most everything moving forward. You need a relationship with the students because of the discount tickets because you need them for atmosphere. Because the cap and t-shirt fans that were once going to a game or two per year, they're going to go to it less and less and give that little bit of money to the NIL collective. It just is. There's nothing negative about it. Until we can have the conversation about what attendance at sporting events really need to be and really are going to be, we're always going to be in this mindset of 1996. And if you do that, you're going to wonder and you're going to get upset. It's like, why is there 52,000 people in the stadium? You know, Arkansas is in town. Why is it 55,000? And it's because more and more people are choosing to stay home and donate their money that they were spending at hotels and things around Oxford, Mississippi, to directly impact a Grove Collective initiative, to directly impact maybe the Dead Soxy NIL collective thing, where you can order socks that specifically help recruiting and signing of NIL athletes. So people's money are going to go to different places. It's not going to be what it once was. Don't expect it. If you are expecting that, that is honestly a you problem. College football is not messed up because it's not meeting your expectations. No, you need to change what is going on. You need to change your thinking. Congress is not going to do anything about NIL. They're not because they don't do anything about anything anymore. If you're counting that on your silver bullet to kill this NIL werewolf, you are mistaken. Nothing is going to change. The only thing they're going to do is figure out how they're going to prosecute violators, people that use it for different reasons. And even then, it's going to be at a similar level to what NCAA probation was in 1996, to where Kentucky can do something in basketball and Cleveland State goes on probation. That type of deal. 
But understand that Keith Carter has done absolutely everything possible to make sure those stadiums are as filled up as possible. Period. There's no real way to get around that. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be losses that happen along the way. But if you're talking about effort and the head coaching positions at each program on campus, Ole Miss has never been able to achieve a level like this. And it's even looking like Lane Kiffin could be around a while. Chris Beard could be around a while. Coach Yo could be around a while. Mike Bianco could be around a while. He's the second all-time winning as SEC coach. So a season could turn. I understand that. What, what What's going to happen at the end of this baseball season? The attendance is probably going to drop off because it is what it is. But moving into it with season tickets available to be purchased in football, I think renewals are July 1st or something like that. You can buy new season tickets in basketball right now. Coach Yo, right now. I think you're going to see an uptick of attendance a little bit. And in other places where attendance is starting to really fall, and it really is, all these 100,000-seat monsters that are going up, Alabama is cutting theirs down potentially below 100,000. They're going with amenities. They're trying to get people there as opposed to getting 100,000 people there. I think Ole Miss is going to do something similar. The days of 66,000 in the vault is probably over. You're probably looking at a 55,000 seat crowd, a 55,000 crowd as a good thing. Maybe trying to get 60 because people are going to stay home and bombard the NIL collective. The money that they can only spend one or the other, they're going to spend it on the thing that can help directly influence the love of their chosen university. It just is. Now, like I said, I understand students in September at Ole Miss football. I get that. You're going to lose me on the basketball argument. You kind of lose me on the baseball argument. And we'll see what happens this season in football. But Ole Miss could be in a position to, do, to be really well off in all three, all four of the major sports. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's really cool. Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, due to the open um, scrimmage being closed, today was a little bit of a rambling show. It just was. We talked about goals from the spring training offense and defense the basketball portal, and we did a What You Talking About Willis segment. So enjoy what's coming on. I hope everybody had a good holiday weekend, and we will see you tomorrow. Take care.